0: The following is another KKPR Sports Presentation. 98.9 The Vibe presents High School Basketball. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Vibe Sports Club. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrids Pre-Game Show.
1: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seeding Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives,
2: 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Ravenna High School, the site of a matchup between the two top teams in Class D1 as they will get together in a sub-district final. Hello, everyone. I'm Randy Bushcutter. As Santura comes to town, couple of conference rivals, two of the best teams in the state, clearly, as they are rated number one and two in the state, according to the Omaha World-Herald. And that also matches up with their wild card standing. So the good news is the loser this game will still get a bid into the district final. But obviously, you want to come away with the win. In talking with two head coaches before the game, Reventa head coach Noah Malsby says, you don't want to be losing a game heading into a district final. And in one word, Lathan Brown said, what were they playing for tonight? They're playing for pride. And we'll come back and talk about the starting lineups and a whole lot more as we continue with more of the... Pre-game show brought to you, as always, by Hogamai Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogamai Hybrid seed dealer. We'll give you the starting lineups for the top two teams in the state when we return to Ravenna right after this.
1: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
2: Let's give you a starting line. brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. First of all, for the number two, Centura Centurions. They'll start Kaylee Coghlan. 5'7 junior that averages 7.5 points and 3 rebounds. Kyra Wooden is a 5'4 junior that averages right at 10 points and 5 rebounds. Taya Christensen, a 5'7 senior, averages 8.7 points and 3 rebounds. Sydney Davis, a 6 foot tall senior, averages 15.6 points and 6.7 rebounds. And Paige Crawford, a 5'9 senior, averages 2.7 points and 3 rebounds here for head coach Lathan Brown. And now for the top-ranked Ravenna Blue Jays, their starters are Tori Sklenar, a five-seven senior that averages nineteen point three points and four rebounds a game. Aspen Wick is a five-seven senior that averages three rebounds and three points per ball game. Morgan Figalki is a five-four senior that averages eight points and almost four rebounds. Sarah McKeon, a 5'10 senior, is averaging 8 points and almost 6 rebounds a game. And Kennedy Hurt is a 5'8 senior that averages 11.5 points and 2, excuse me, 3.6 rebounds per ball game. And that's your starting lineups brought to you by 5 Points Bank, the better bank, In Carney, both teams with a lot of talent, both teams with some height, both teams with some speed, and both teams like to play the defense. So we anticipate a great matchup. This is round three between these two conference rivals. Right before the conference tournament, Ravenna on this home floor won 53-40, and then they won the conference championship 56-52. That is one reason why Coach Brown says tonight They are playing for pride. Here we go. Centura in the black. Ravenna in the white. And the tip is going to be controlled here by the Centurions as Davis had no problem winning the tip here for Centura. So Wooden will bring it up. A little penetration. Kick back out here for Crawford. She'll throw right side here for Coghlan. And back around the perimeter we go as they're uh, zoning things here is Ravenna. They'll kick it out for Crawford. Crawford on that right wing is going to kick it over there. And now a little penetration here for Coughlin. Back around the perimeter we go as Christensen is going to dribble past Cleanar, And she'll try a little up and under move. That's a contested shot that's no good. And McKeon will pull down the board here. Ravenna with their first trip up court. They'll give the ball here on the right side. Cleanar Penetrates back around here for Wick. Wick will give left side here for Hurt. And Kennedy looking for somebody to pass it to. She'll give it in the corner here for Fidelke. And again, they'll be zoning here for Santura. A 1-3-1 zone for them. Wick bounces it top of the circle. Sklenart lost the basketball. It's on the ground. Coming out, dribbling out with it is going to be wooden. So Ravenna will turn the ball over. And now in transition, the three. Good for Davis. So, Sidney Davis hits the three in transition after the steal by Wick. Excuse me, by Wooden just moments ago, getting the ball away from Wick. So, Hurt brings the ball up, and they'll give it here on the left side for Hurt. Top of the circle over here for Sklenar. She gave it away. She'll dribble. She'll stop in front of Davis here, and they'll work the ball back around the perimeter. Top of the circle is for Delke. For Sklenar. Now kick left wing here for Hurt. Hurt's pass intended to go down low for McKeon is too strong. Two trips up court, and Ravenna has now thrown the ball away for their second turnover. So Centurium, with that early 3-0 lead. Now they'll face pressure, and the inbounds pass stolen away. Hurt has it. She'll put up a little runner. It's going to be no good, and Coghlan will pull down the rebound. So they force the turnover, does Ravenna, but they can't get any points out of it. And so up court here is Centura. Low penetration in the paint here for Wooden, and Wooden slid to a stop. That'll be Centura's first turnover of the game. 3-0, two minutes in. This is the early rounds of what should be a 15-rounder between a couple of D1 heavyweights. Fidelki facing that full court pressure gives it to Sklenar. She brings in the offensive end, and they get it up court. McKeon kicks it out. There's the three, and it's going to be no good. Rebounded by Wooden, and Wooden will bring it up. She's on the run. She'll take it down to the baseline. Kick it out. Here's an open three. Coglin got it. Caitly Coglin hits the three, and it's six to nothing Centurions. And again, Ravenna will face the pressure. McKeon brings in the offensive end, gives left side here for Sklenar, and they'll give it to, between the circles here for Hurt. And Ravenna needs to find their sea legs here a little bit. Sklenar has her shot blocked, but it's rebounded in underneath and an easy bucket by McKeon. So McKeon making the start tonight makes the putback after that three-pointer was blocked earlier. Here's a kick in the corner. Coughlin for a three again. That's no good. Rebound stolen away by Crawford. Crawford kicks it up for Wooden. Three-pointer won't fall. And the rebound pulled down by Ravenna. And the foul then issued here to Crawford. So first foul of the game here on Paige Crawford after Ravenna pulled down the rebound. It was Kennedy Hurt that pulled down the board. Then she got her arms pulled down. And so Centura will put the full court pressure on. And uh, no problem with it is Fidelke as she brings in the offensive end. Fidelke gives back out to Sklenar. Over here for McKeon. She'll kick here left side for Hurt. Kennedy dribbling around. Gets it in the paint. Bounce pass out. And now the three-pointer by Sklenar. That's going to be no good. Offensive board, McKeon. And McKeon's going to be fouled. So a good offensive rebound here. Going to turn into... Oh, they're going to say it's before the shot. It was on the rebound. And so the Centurions called for the, for, uh, I'm sorry, they called the walk. My apologies. They called the walk, so the ball was inbounded here for Sydney Davis, and Davis dribbling up. She's going to be fouled. Well, I'll be honest with you. When they blew the whistle, I thought that was on the shot, but they said that the walk came before. So after the stoppage, balls inbounded. Here's Coughlin for three. Hits the three. And a timeout for Ravenna. Three three pointers here for Centura. They have the nine-to-two lead in Ravenna. This timeout brought to you by ET positions at Kearney. taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need a specializing
4: Certified Piedmontese
3: beef, real Nebraska beef.
2: Well, at halftime and at the completion of our coverage tonight, we'll have a report from Doug Duda at the state wrestling tournament. Stick around for that. So after the timeout, Ravenna will bring the ball up. Of course, they'll face this full court pressure. Kennedy Hurt will hand the ball off here for Fidelke. Fidelke to Sklenar and back to McKeon on the left side. Over for Hurt, back top of the circle. Here's the three-pointer by McKeon. That's going to be no good and a rebound here by Fidelke. Fidelke pulls down the board, a good power dribble, and then she loses control of the basketball. That'll be another turnover as bringing the ball up now slowly is going to be Wooden. Wooden will hand off here for Crawford. Crawford stops at the elbow, gives it off for Christensen. Christensen thinking about shooting at three, but instead will give it off here for Davis. little penetration back out here for Wooden. Wooden spin, runner in the paint, going to be short, and rebounded by Hurt. Hurt pulled it down. It was partially blocked in there on the inside. I think that was Wooden, or excuse me, McKeon, that got the block. And in any event, down nine to two. Ravenna's got the basketball, and they're going to baseline drive a little runner by Hurt. Going to be no good. And McKeon will pull down another rebound. The jumper on that left side is going to be no good. Rebound pulled down again by Fidelke. Fidelke with a runner. That one won't fall. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last touched. Last touch by Centura. So Ravenna, who did not shoot the ball well Tuesday on their home floor, not shooting the ball well here early. They're down 9-2, to two, inbounding on the baseline. They get it to Sklenar. Her is no good, and we're going to have a foul on McKeon going over the back. So Sarah McEwen's first foul of the game. And that's the second one here on Ravenna as a team. And Ravenna is going to pick up the defense at half court. They're going to allow Wooden to just slowly bring the ball up court here with Hope McDonald who came in to help inbound the ball. So Wooden drives all the way down the baseline in a double team. She's going to lose it. Blue Jays are on the run. Dribbling up here is going to be Fidelke. Fidelke is going to slow it down a little bit. She was shut off. Running right the floor there was Davis. So they'll have to reset the hopcourt offense here. Fidelki gives between the circles to Sklenar. And then she gave it away. Gets it back. Fires an open three off the iron and no good. And it's going to go out of bounds. Good look there, but they couldn't pull in the rebound. Claire Coulter checked into the game moments ago here for Ravenna. He's a regular starter about half the time here. Wooden will bring it up. Give here on the left side for Christensen. And they'll give it off here for McDonald. McDonald back out for Christensen. Christensen working against us. It's Klenar, and that's going to be a center turnover. Good pans in there. Ball nearly stolen back here by Davis, but they'll work the ball up court here. And they give the ball on the left side. They're going to skip it out. Over here, now a step back for Fidelki. Fidelki for three, going to be no good. And a defensive rebound is pulled down here by Hayden Felt. So Hayden Felt pulls down the rebound after the missed two. And Centura will bring the ball up court. Wooden will give the ball back out here for McDonald. McDonald dribbles on that right side Davis will set a screen for her but she'll kick it over the top of that for Hayden Felt she'll shoot the three, that's no good and Santura can't save it, good job boxing out there by Kennedy Hurt as the ball is going to go out of bounds off the side of the rim 9-2, to two, Santura with the lead, Ravenna with the basketball minute 20 to go here in a very quick moving first quarter, Kennedy Hurt will give the ball up court here and the ball is going to be turned over And so they'll get the ball out here for Hope McDonald. Hope McDonald just holds on to the basketball here. And they'll give it back out here for McDonald. McDonald all the way down the baseline. go to kick the ball back out. Sklenar will put pressure here on Christensen. They throw the ball on the inside and that will be another center turnover. Ravenna doesn't have numbers but they're going to run. Get it up court here to Fidelke. And now Fidelke We'll use a screen to set up the half-court offense. They give it here for Kennedy Hurt. Over down for Cassidy. Cassidy gets it on the baseline here for Coulter. Back out here for Kennedy. Hurt three is no good and rebounded by number three. McDonald will pull down the rebound. Another missed three here for Ravenna. And now there's only 12 seconds left here before we end quarter number one. With the left side is McDonald. McDonald dribbles. Here's the three-pointer by Haydenfeld, and Haydenfeld will hit it. One second left, and Ravenna cannot inbound it in
0: time.
2: Centura has the lead at the end of the first quarter, 12 to 2. We'll step away for a moment, return to Ravenna right after this.
4: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman Main, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield.
2: Our broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Ravenna, bringing you the play by play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy doing towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Centura, four of six from behind the arc, for a 12 2 lead at the end of the first quarter. Their defense has been equally impressive as their shooting. Ravenna has the basketball. They give it over there for Aspen Wick. Wick gets it inside for McKeon. McKeon in the paint, in trouble, has her shot blocked by Sydney Davis, and it's going to go out of bounds off of Ravenna. Davis with the block, and then when the ball came down, it went off McKeon's leg and out of bounds. So now Centura will bring it up. Over here for Crawford. Crawford kicks on the right side for Coughlin. Coughlin little give and go. Little runner in the paint. Christensen runner, no good. Rebounded and tied up by Davis. Rebounded initially by Fidelke. And then Davis is able to grab the basketball. The arrow is pointing to Centurion. So it will be the Centurion's basketball here. Leading it 12-2. to Looking for her first points of the second quarter. And we've got a, uh, a foul on the inbounds play. And that'll be a hold here on Aspen Wick. Her first, third as a team here on Ravenna. So ball is going to be inbounded here for Kaylee Coughlin. She'll give the ball off here for Wooden. Wooden, a little penetration. will kick off here for Crawford. Crawford for three in and out and rebounded by Fidelki. So Fidelke pulls down the board here, up ahead to McKeon quickly. She has her shot blocked as it goes out of bounds, but there is a foul. McKeon will get to the stripe as she was hit on the body. And the foul is going to be on Crawford. That's going to be her second. And so to the free throw line here is going to come McKeon, a 59% free throw shooter, hits the first of two. That makes it now 12-3. Blue Jays with just one field goal in the game. They get the uh, second free throw here, and they cut that deficit down to 12-4. So Centura will bring the ball up court. Slowly it's Wooden. Picked up man-to-man here by Fidelki, and Wooden will go right side. Long jumper going to be no good, and rebounded by McKeon. McKeon will pull down the board. They're going to be on the attack pretty quickly here, as Kennedy Hurt has it, and she'll give it off here for Sklenar. Back to Sklenar. She's going to penetrate. Give it to McKeon. Back out here for Fidelke. Fidelke from the elbow. Back out for Hurt. Hurt penetration pass. Going to be deflected off the hands of Coglin. It'll stay with Ravenna right in front of the Centura bench. Coverage of sub-district action includes, uh, our sponsors include Husker Power Products, UFO Service Irrigation Engine Headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Kick out left side for Kennedy Hurt. Hurt's going to drive. Kiss it up the glass and in. Nice drive there with Kennedy Hurt. A little left-handed runner in the paint. As she rattles that one home. And four straight points here for Ravenna's. They've cut the lead now to 12-6. Kick into the corner. Here's another three by Wooden. Too strong. And McKeon with yet another rebound. So now it's up to Hurt. See what she can get done offensively. They give it to Sklenar here on the left side. Here for Wick. Wick, one dribble. And then left side here for Kennedy Hurt. And low entry in this 1-3-1. Back out top of the circle here for Sklenar. Sklenar with the drive. And she's going to get the foul on Davis. Sydney Davis brought that hand down. She got a little bit of ball, but she got a whole lot of arm. And so. Sklevar will go to the free throw line. Shoot two, and the first one is good. So Davis with her first foul. What you really want to do with that strong presence on the inside is draw the foul. Sklevar with a second free throw coming up here. And that one's off that back iron, bounces around and won't go. And Davis will pull down the board. So now on the bounce, bringing it up here is going to be Wooden. She gives her on the left side for Haydenfeld. Back out for Wooden. Wooden's going to drive, stop, kick it back out top of the circle. Now penetration by Christensen. She'll give it right side. And three seconds in the lane for Centura. Centura. So a turnover here on Centura. Davis is not out there, so I don't know who was camping in the uh, paint. But bring the ball up court here is going to be Hurt. Hurt and Fidelki. Long pass up ahead to Sklenar. Sklenar down low, and she's going to drag her pivot foot. That'll be a turnover. So Sklenar called for the turnover here. Centura still looking for their first points of the second quarter. They lead it 12-7. They had a 10-point lead after eight minutes of play. Now Christensen has it. Christensen will kick the ball back out here for Wooden. Over here on the left side for Hayden Felt, And immediately she gives it back out here for Wooden. Blue Jays going 1-3-1 zone. And splitting that zone here is Wooden in the paint. She slips and falls. That's going to be a turnover. She was leaning in against pressure. And I think she was trying to get... A foul call, but there was no foul there. And so the Ravenna defense holds here. Well, the first two times these two teams got together, we scored in the 50s. This one has a different feel to it as a turnover being forced here by Santura and then trying to get the ball back. Kennedy Hurt is going to commit the foul. wouldn't knock the ball away from Hurt. Hurt tried to get the ball back, and if she doesn't commit that foul, it's a two-on-none fast-bake. Christensen working to Ben Sklenar. Kicks it back around here for Hayden Felt, and a three-pointer right side. Good for Davis. So so Davis drains the three-pointer for an eight-point center lead, their fifth three-pointer of the game. Now, here is a three pointer by Sclenar. That's going to be no good, and that will go off the hands of Hayden Feld and out of bounds. Team rebound here for Ravenna, who trail by eight. They trail by as many as ten, and they will love the ball here for McKeon. McKeon gives right side for Aspen Wick. Wick defender falls down, gives it here for Fidelki. Back out for McKeon, and McKeon will hit a three. Sarah McKeon drains the three-pointer to cut the Centuri lead down to five. Centurions have never trailed here in the game. And led by as many as ten. Long pass here for Coglin. She'll be pressured there by Sklenar. And uh, she's used up her dribble, so she'll have to hand it off. And a quick timeout being taken here by Lathan Brown. He was afraid of a five-second count, so he calls the timeout, and we'll take it with him. 3:44 to go here before halftime. This timeout brought to you by E&T Positions of Carney. <laughs>
0: Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town and Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town and Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town and Country Bank. Member FDIC.
2: Also bringing us uh, coverage of subdistrict action includes Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, and don't forget Doug Doodle will have a report at halftime and after our post game from the state wrestling tournament. He'll wrap up the whole day's events at the conclusion of our game, and he'll have a regular report coming up at halftime of this game. So it will be a little bit more abbreviated and complete after we're done here in Ravenna. On the dribble here is Coglin. And she'll get the ball here left side. Here's a three pointer by Haydenfeld. And Haydenfeld hits the three. So Katie Haydenfeld drains the three pointer. And now the pass is going to be intercepted by Christensen. Christensen with the steal and the layup. Christensen, nice job there as she pressures the ball here again. And that lead up to 10 again. Kick back out here for Sklenar. Sklenar with the jumper, going to be no good. And rebound into that corner. Coming up with it is Wooden. Wooden facing some pressure. And uh, the ball is going to be knocked away out of her hands. But it'll be off of the Jays here. So it'll stay with the Centurions, who have now their, they've equaled their largest lead of the game, 20-10. to 10. So bringing it up here is going to be Wooden. Wooden goes right side for Coughlin. At the elbow, they give it for Davis. Back out around the perimeter. And again, zone in here, and split into zone, getting the bounce passes. Christensen and Christensen will lay it up at glass, and in a 22 to 10 lead, and now Ravenna is going to turn the ball over, facing pressure, an extra step here by McKeon, and that'll be a time, a uh, timeout being taken here by Ravenna. They trail on their home floor, 22 to 10. The top two teams in Class D1 doing battle. And we'll be back right after this uh, 30 second timeout. If you
5: find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in, or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, Rick Smith, your local Farm Bureau agent in Kearney, at 308-234-2222 to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it.
2: Sponsors of our... Coverage of uh, sub-district, district, district, and state basketball include Nutrigen Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond Nutrigen Ag Solutions. Well, twice, Noah Malsby's been forced to call a timeout to kind of right the ship here a little bit. His team still has to play defense after this timeout. As Davis will then bound it, it'll be deflected, but it'll be picked up by Wooden. Wooden then has the ball knocked loose by another set of hands here. It's a jump ball, and the arrow is pointing to Ravenna. So they'll get the basketball back here. They need to amp up the defense for one. And then you just worry about those long-distance shots later on. Just play your offense. And try to shut down the number two team in the state here. And nearly over and back as uh, Fidelke brought the ball up court. Ball's brought back here to Kennedy Hurt. Hurt stopped. Gives it back out here for Sklinner. And it's going to be no good. And Coglin will pull down the rebound. Again, Ravenna just ice cold from behind the arc. In transition, Coglin will shoot an open three. That's no good. And Cassidy Hurt will pull down the rebound. Cassidy gives it up to her big sister. She's on the drive, but they're going to have a double dribble. Kennedy had the ball knocked loose, and she had a little trouble with the handle. That is a forced error here by that Centura defense. But it will be a dead ball turnover, so Centura will slowly bring the ball up court with a 22-10 lead inside of two minutes to go here in the first half. Number two Centura winning right now at number one Ravenna. Left side, Coglin. Give, give it up for Wooden. Wooden for three. Too strong. Ball's on the ground. And somehow it's flipped out. Coming up with the ball on the run here is Kennedy Hurt. Hurt had the defender fall down. She finds a shooter in underneath. Pass by Fidelke. The shot's going to be no good. And rebounded by Wooden. There is the first half in a nutshell. All by herself. Morgan Fidelke had to shoot quickly. Missed it. And then Wooden pulls down the rebound. So now, with a minute 13 to go, Centura will slow it down a little bit. Wooden gives it on that right sideline. Bounces it back out the Wooden after the giveaway. She'll shoot a three. That's no good. And the rebound is going to be last touch by Ravenna. It was saved by Davis, trying to throw it back to the inside to Coglin, and then Claire Coulter touched it to knock it out of bounds. The official very emphatic with the call, and from my vantage point, absolutely correct. In the paint, the ball is going to go through Davis's hands. That will be a turnover on Centura. Davis makes that catch. She is right underneath the basket. So Slinar, will give the ball here, right side for Fidelke. Back here on the left wing for Hurt. Now back out for Slinar. Slinar. over for Cassidy Hurt. Right side for Fidelke. Back to Cassidy. And then in the paint, they give it to Fidelki. Fidelki gives it to Big Sister. Kennedy hurt, and she can't can't handle the ball. It was deflected in there, so Ravenna's going to turn it over. And with 22 seconds left, Centura has a chance to add on to a 12-point lead here late in the uh, first half. Christensen being harassed here, gives it to Wooden. Wooden with six seconds left. Kicks right side. Here's the three by Coglin on the rim. No good. Davis with the rebound and Davis is fouled. So Davis got the rebound, goes up strong with it, and that'll the foul is going to be on Kennedy Hurt, her second. And so two free throws coming up here for Davis, and the first one's up and good. 23 to 10, .7 on the clock here. Second free throw for Davis. Off that back iron and no good. And it'll be rebounded at the horn, and that will do it. At the end of the first half, Centura with their largest lead of the ball game. They lead it 23 to 10. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have a report from Doug Duda from the state wrestling tournament in Omaha, and we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this.
0: The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber and I'm the President and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare.
5: Mary Lanning
1: Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
2: It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Well, Ravenna has had some trouble uh, hitting some three-pointers here as they have uh, struggled from uh, behind the arc where they are 1 of 12 from three-point range and Centura unofficially. I have them uh, shooting the uh, basketball pretty well from behind the arc where they are 6 of 11, and that's one reason why they have a 23-10 to 10 lead here at halftime. And let's check some of the uh, numbers. We'll begin, first of all, For Centura, Sidney Davis is leading the way with seven points, three rebounds. Kaylee Coughlin with six points and a rebound. Katie Haydenfelt with six points in the game. Tara Christensen, four points. And Kyra Wooden with a couple of points here in the game. Paige Crawford with one rebound. And again, unofficially shooting the ball here for Centura in the first half. They are 8 of 15 for 53%. 6 of 11 from three-point range for 54% from behind the arc. Meanwhile, for Ravenna, their shooting numbers not near as good. They're being led so far by Sarah McKeon. She has five points and four rebounds. Kennedy Hurt with two points and a couple of boards. And uh, Tori Sklenar with 1.1 rebound and a rebound here for Morgan Fidelke. Unofficially, Ravenna, 3 of 20 shooting for 15% and 1 of 12 in three-point range for 8% here in the game. And they trail it here at halftime by a score of 23 to 10. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll get a report from Doug Duda from Omaha when we uh, continue with more here at halftime right
5: after this. Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any Ranky pivot part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at holdridgeirrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new Ranky pivot. Good evening once again from Omaha. Doug Duda with the State High School Wrestling Championships. It was a long first round for the BNC boys and for the girls, but we are now underway in the quarterfinals. In the team race, Grand Island and South Sioux City girls are tied at 22 points apiece. It's a much lower team race scoring than what you will see for the boys. As we move on to take a look at where the boys are right now in Class C your leader is Broken Bow with 23 Fillmore Central 21 Battle Creek 20 and Ord setting at 16 and a half St. Paul is ninth with 12 points Central City has 10 and in the Class B race Bennington actually has the lead by a half a point over Omaha Scott 30 to 29 and a half Waverly 27 and a half Cozad 19 and a half Hastings is 7th with four. 14 points. Here's what happened in the first round. In the Class B boys, for Hastings, your winners were Braden Corp. He's a three-time runner-up. Tucker Adams, Cameron Brumbaugh, and Landon Widener. Your winners for Grand Island Northwest were Ian Ahrens and Victor Isley. These will, guys will wrestle again in the quarters that are underway. For Minden, your winners were Colton Heath, Oren Keene, and Dalton Keene. For Aurora, they went four and zero, including Jack Allen a pin in 56 seconds, and Kellen Peterson a 7-4 win. Britton Kimling, three to two win. For Lexington, their winners were Garrett Kaiser. Dalen Naylor, Caesar Cano and Jason Hernandez. For Kozat, Aaron Wilson, Brian Bussinger, Drew White, Hayden Russman, Isaac White, Eli Baritzka were the winners. For Gothenburg, Abel Flores was the lone winner in the opening round. In Class C for Carney Catholic, the lone winner was Sam Luther, Ben Alberts of Grand Island Central Catholic a winner. Amherst went 1-3, Brody Bogard was the winner. For St. Paul, their winners in the first round were Caleb Baker, Owen Sack, Alex Meineke and defending heavyweight champion Quade Peterson wins in 30 seconds. Rowan Jurasik, a winner for South Central Unified. Jace Martin, a winner for Wood River. For Donovan Trouble, Tyson Breckner, a winner. Roman Colbert won for Gibbon, but Creighton Rockefeller lost 3-2. to Tyson Freeman, a winner for Loomis Bertrand. Central City's winners were Tristan Burback, Brandon Fye, Bryce Coons, and Ord's winners. They went only one loss. 5-1, and one, Kluthi, Hunter Meyer, Ryan Gabriel, Sam Betcher, and Bridger Rice. All right, for the girls, here's what we have for you. Your winners for Adams Central, Caden Sip, both Amherst girls, Regan Galloway and Carson McBride, Jocelyn Ambrose for Ansley Litchfield, other girls that are in the quarterfinals for Aurora, Natalie Bisbee, Kalani Bankston, also for Minden, Alina Osterbuehr for Grand Island Senior High. Jasmine Morales, Brianna Kuchikau, along with Anya Roberts, Claudis Escobar, and Allie Edwards. Also Brittany Espino, a winner. For Northwest, Maya Kenny, Emma Harb were winners. For Lexington, the lone winner was Callie Sutton. And for Wood River, Overton, and Ord, their single girls were defeated. And that is the latest wrap-up here from State Wrestling. Time now for another state wrestling update here on the Vibe 98.9 as we are into the quarterfinal round. And here's where we are at in Class B for Hastings Braden Court. One win away from his fourth parade of champions. Tucker Adams was a winner, and Cameron Brumbaugh lost in the quarters. Landon Widener still to come. For Grand Island Northwest, Ian Ahrens lost with Victor Isley still to come. For Minden, Colton Heath was defeated 16-9. Oren Keene, a winner by Penn Dalton Keene, still to come. For Aurora, Karsten Holm was defeated. Their three big men are still all to come. Lexington's Garrett Kaiser and Dalen Naylor are into the semifinals. Cesar Cano and Jason Hernandez still to come. Carney Catholic Sam Luther was eliminated by a pin. For Amherst Brody Bogart is still coming up. Some other results to bring along to you from our area. Jace Martin of Wood River was defeated in the quarterfinal round as well. Donovan Trumbull's Tyson Breckner, Gibbons' Roman Colbert still to wrestle here this evening. We'll have much more after the game. I'm Doug Duda.
2: And welcome back here to Ravenna for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The Blue Jays got some work to do on their home floor as they're trailing Centura 23-10. And it will be Centura's basketball to start the second half. Again, Ravenna won the first two games these two teams got together. And uh, those games were played in the 50s right before the conference tournament. Ravenna won that one 53-40, and then they won the conference championship 56-52. But now in the sub-district final, it has been all Centura because they have shot the ball extremely well. Unofficially 6 of 12 from three-point range. That's where 18 of their 25 points have come from. Ravenna unofficially is 1 of 12 from behind the arc. And uh, we have one other final to pass along your way. Overton with a 35-33 win over Wilcox-Hildreth, a game heard earlier tonight on ESPN. Well, we're getting the clock all set, and that's the reason for the delay here. We're getting all ready to go here for an exciting 16 minutes of basketball left between the two top teams in Class D1. Remember, both of these two teams will make it into the district finals. Whoever loses this game will have a wild card. The ball is inbounded here for Wooden. Wooden lost the ball Fidelki tried to come up with it, but ran out of real estate. She uh, can't come up with it down that sideline. Fidelki, good job knocking the ball loose. And now Wooden will take it into the backcourt. She'll drive and take it down the baseline where it'll be taken away here by Fidelki. So Centura does turn the ball over. Sklenar brings it up ahead here for Fidelke. And Blue Jays give it off here for Wick. Wick over here for Fidelke. They look inside for McKeon, but they're going to skip it over here instead for Kennedy Hurt. She'll drive the baseline, kick it out. Sklenar for three. Off that rim, no good. And black jerseys pull it down. That's going to be Coughlin that pulls down the board, and then she's going to be fouled. That'll be on Aspen Wick. Foul number two on her. First of the second half against anybody. So the Centurions, who have handled... The ball pretty well and hits some shots. Ravenna has not shot the ball well. A little penetration, kick out on that left side, and drawing the foul in midair is going to be Kara Wooden. Wooden got herself in the air, but held on to the ball, juked enough that she finally got fouled by Fidelke, and for Fidelke, that will be her first foul, and that's an athletic move here by Wooden to bail herself out by collecting the foul, and the free throw is going to be no good. Wooden, a 52% free throw shooter. Centura, as a team, shoots 59%. That might become more of a factor as we go on. Both free throws are missed, and we got a foul on the rebound. That foul will be on Centura. So Wooden going to be called for her first foul, trying to get the ball away from McKeon, who pulled down the rebound. So now the Jays will bring it up. They'll be pressured once they get about uh, halfway up court, and Splenar in a little bit of trouble. Had it knocked away by Christensen, but she's able to get it to Hurt, and Kennedy brings in the offensive end, gives to McKeon, and they get it in the paint. Turnaround jumper here by Wick, and Aspen Wick with the bucket in the paint. 23 to 12 is our score. Back out here for Janet, uh, for Cindy Davis. Davis, nice little step through. Missed it. Got her rebound. Got clobbered on the, on the shot after she got the rebound, and she'll be fouled here. And they'll call that on Tori. So Slender Carp for the foul. Davis will hit the first of two free throws. And Davis' second free throw rolls around and is good. So Sydney Davis with nine points here in the game. She averages about 15 and a half, so she's certainly on pace. Hurt, being pressured, gives it to Slender. And the entry pass come each stolen away. Ravenna turns the ball over. Centura doesn't want to run. They will slow it down here a little bit. And they'll give the ball here for Crawford on that left side. Over for Christensen. And now they'll hand it off here for Wooden. 25-12, largest lead of the game. Runner by Wooden down low. And the ball is going to uh, go off the side of the rim and it goes out of bounds. The officials are going to change this call. The ball hit the side of the rim and went back. And honestly, the official that initially made the call ran over to the official and said, please overrule me. The basketball belongs to Ravenna as it should. A good job of officiating there. Pass on that left side for Sclener, And Sclener's entry pass can be knocked away. So it will be Kennedy Hurt to inbound it. Centura, 2-1-2 zone here, but... The ball is going to be knocked out of bounds here by Sidney Davis. They're going to keep it on the baseline. Looking for McKeon, and they'll give it to her down that sideline. And she'll hand the ball off here for Kennedy Hurt. Hurt will fire a three. In and out, no good. Rebound tipped out. Wooden comes up with it. Wooden on the attack. Wooden has her shot blocked, and there's going to be a foul. Wooden on the drive after that rebound was tipped out to her. And the foul will be the third personal foul here on Kennedy Hurt. And the free throw is going to be short here for Wooden. Well, again, before the game, I asked both coaches, hey, you guys are in the district final. What are you playing for? First words out of Lathian Brown's mouth. "Lathan Brown's mouth was uh, pride. We're playing for pride, and they are playing with pride. As the free throw by Wooden is up and good, her first point of the ball game. They have a 26-12 lead. Their largest lead of the game. Slender gives it up ahead here for McKeon. McKeon out here for Hurt. Back to Hurt after she gave it away briefly for McKeon. And they'll give it off here left side for Fidelke. Fidelke over for Slender. Slender gets the ball back. Well covered, so she'll kick it over here for Wick. Wick on that baseline, lost the ball momentarily. Good pressure put on here by Wooden, but she's able to give it to Sklenner. Over back here for Kennedy Hurt. Back to Sklenner for three. Bounces no good. Rebound's going to be tied up. Good job there by Fidelki to tie up Coughlin. It is going to be Ravetta's ball. So Hurt to inbound on the baseline. Blue Jays need to get hot here. They get it in the corner. Here's an open look. Three-pointer, no good for Wick. And it's going to be rebounded by Davis. And Davis had trouble with the handle. She ended up walking with it. So Davis pulled down the rebound after the miss. But then she's going to turn the ball over. So that's a break here for Ravenna. So a little inbound on the baseline again. Down by 14. 26-12 26-12 to 12 is our score. Inbounded for Fidelke. And Fidelke going to be fouled here by Wooden. That'll be her second. And that'll be now two as a team here on Centura. 4.53 to go here, third quarter. And inbounding on the sideline here is going to be Kennedy Hurt. She'll give it to Sklenar. Sklenar over for Fidelka. Back to Sklenar. She'll fire the three and hit the three. So Sklenar drains the three-pointer. That is uh, only the second made three-pointer here for Ravenna in the game. Crawford may have got away with a carry, but the pass on the inside is going to be a turnover anyway. So up ahead here is McKeon as she gets the pass. She's looking for Fidelki, but instead gives here for Hurt. Now they give it to Splinter, Splinter on this left side for Hurt. Hurt looking on the inside for Wick, but the work back around the perimeter. Kennedy Hurt has it, looks to the inside, had Fidelki. Yeah, they'll give the ball back out here for Splinter. Skip pass over for Fidelke, and it's too high. Ravenna is going to turn the ball over again. That's going to be their 10th turnover. Centura has turned the ball over 11 times so far here in the game. So both defenses are forcing some errors from the opposing offenses. Centura has led throughout. They lead it 26-15. And they've got the basketball midway through the third quarter. Don't forget, after our post game here for basketball, the complete wrap-up of the state wrestling tournament with Doug in Omaha. Sidney Davis back out for Haydenfeld. A little jump stop in the paint. Nowhere for Conklin to go. Ball is going to be knocked loose. McKeon comes up with it. That will be another Centura turnover. Pressure being put on so Ravenna can't run. But they will get it up ahead here for Fidelke. Fidelke gives it off here for Sklenar. Sklenar on that right side will give it for Cassidy Hurd. Cassidy gives it to Kennedy. Kennedy for Sklenar. Here three. No good. Rebounded by Davis. And Davis then is going to be fouled. Davis got the rebound. And that will be on Cassidy Hurt. Her first. Team's fifth. And so we might get to one and ones here relatively quickly. And Centura with a chance maybe to distance themselves from the free throw line. But right now, Hope McDonald has the basketball. She's got it between the circles. And her bounce pass, I don't think was touched by anybody. No, it's going to go out of bounds. Centura is going to turn the ball over. That was a swarming Blue Jay defense there to force the turnover. And they will try to get this down to single digits. Kennedy hurt on the right side. Gives it to her little sister, Cassidy. Back to Kennedy. Kennedy, hands off here for Sklenner. Back out for uh, Cassidy. Cassidy tries to enter it on the inside, and it will be tipped away here by Christensen. It will stay with Ravenna on the baseline as it goes out of bounds. Kennedy Hurt to trigger it in. They line up all four corners of the lane. And off a of screen, they'll give it to Fidelke. Fidelke for Sklenner. Sklenner skips it over here right side for Kennedy Hurt. Back to Little Sister. The three-pointer by Cassidy. No good. And a long rebound by Centura. Dribbling out with it here is going to be McDonald. She'll go coast to coast. The runner's going to be no good. And rebounded by Cassidy Hurt. So they'll bring the ball up court here. And Sklenner will give it back to Cassidy on the right side. She had trouble with the handle. That'll be another Ravenna turnover. And again, the Jays just can't get in an offensive rhythm. In part, to a great extent, by a great hustle by Centura. Yeah, they got the skip pass over there, but they were collapsing pretty quickly. And now the corner of the eye, Cassidy hurt. Maybe just a little element of panic for the sophomore. So bringing it up here is going to be Sidney Davis. Davis in the paint, bounces it back out here for Christensen. She's working against man-to-man here by Sklenner. Jumper going to be no good and rebounded by Coulter. Coulter pulls down the board here for Ravenna. She'll give it to Sklenner. Sklener goes coast-to-coast. Runner going to be no good. Down on the ground getting the rebound is Ravenna. And Coach Malsby gets a timeout. Hustling down on the floor to grab the basketball. is going to be Cassidy Hurt. Coach Malsby with the timeout. We'll take the timeout as well. Centura 26, Ravenna 15, 158 to go into third. Back after this. Oh, I can't
4: believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramsel will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere?
1: But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl.
6: 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where.
3: 308-236-9951.
6: Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair.
2: Both coaches telling us everybody's healthy and nobody's gotten banged up so far with a minute 58 to go here in the third. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life with a location near you, and we also want to say thanks to Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton helping us bring the coverage of district and state basketball. Ball's inbounded. Fidelke has it. Gives it right side here for Sklenner. Back to Sklenner. Long ways behind that three-point arc, so they'll get it here to Fidelke in the paint. Now the three-pointer right side by Cassidy Hurt. They're going to be no good, and rebounded by Hayden Felt. Hayden Felt pulls down the rebound. Here for Centura. And again, they want to slow it down. They bring it across the timeline with a minute 35 to go. And we've got a moving screen. Got a moving screen being called here on uh, Centura. And that will be the first foul of the game here on Lakota Chelesky. That will be her first foul. That will get the ball here to Ravenna. Jays kick it out here on the left side for Cassidy Hurt. She's being double teamed out of this 1-3-1. So they'll give it here on the right side. Here's the three-pointer by Fidelki. No good. Fidelke got her own rebound it was, it was tipped to her. Sklenar will give it off your left side. Hurt to Sklenar. Hurt three. Top of the rim. No good. Again, back-to-back threes missed here by Ravenna. And it's going to be rebounded by Haydenfeld. So again, that outside shooting for Centura that has been so good all season, it is cold today. Wooden drives down on the baseline. Herb jumper going to be no good. Dribbling out with a rebound is Hurt. Hurt goes coast to coast, and it's going to be a charge. Stepping in front to collect the charge is Felt.
3: So Hurt
2: on the drive. We'll give up possession here. That's great defense in underneath by Haydenfeld. Felt. Got down there, beat her to the spot at a defensive jump stop. So Davis will inbound it. 26-15, Centura, 11-point lead with now 38 seconds to go here in the quarter. Wooden will give it to Davis. Man-to-man right now is Ravenna. Davis being pressured here by Wick, and uh, she'll hand the ball off here for Hayden Felt. Hayden Felt over for Davis. Davis driving in the paint, is able to kick it out. Here's the three pointer, going to be no good. Sclenner pulls down the rebound. 13 seconds left, so plenty of time here as the ball is thrown. Sclenner gets the ball back, throws the ball down low, and it's too high. That'll be another Ravenna turnover. Centura is just keeping Ravenna off balance. They are making Ravenna play faster than they want or can play today. Six seconds left here. Ball inbounded for Davis. Davis gives it to Wooden. Wooden's in the offensive end. Bounce pass down low. The shot's not going to count. They entered it down low. And the little runner by Crawford is too late. So we head to the fourth. It is Centura 26. Ravenna. 15. Centura will have the ball and an 11 point lead to start the fourth quarter right after this.
0: Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season.
2: Well, unofficially so far in the game for Ravenna, I have them being 2 of 22 from three-point range, so they're shooting 9% from three-point range. Compare that to Centura. They are 6 of 12. They have not shot a three-pointer for quite some time, and they have a 26 to 15 lead as we head to the fourth quarter. Again, we want to say thanks to our uh, Presenting sponsors, including Mary Lanning Healthcare. your care, our inspiration. Davis will set a little screen here. Driving off of it is going to be Wooden. Wooden will kick it back out here for Coglin. Coglin gives it back out to Davis. Now right side for Wooden. She thought about the three, but she'll penetrate. Kick the ball down low on the low block. They give it back out here for Christensen, and Christensen will give it to Wooden. And Ravenna is going zone here. Now they're extending it. In fact, they're going to—they switched it up here. They're going man-to-man. Coglin will be stopped on this right side, and will hand the ball off here for Wooden, and Wooden will be pressured by Fidelki. This is why they're going man-to-man, so they can't take uh, time off the clock. And there is a hard screen over there. The ball is going to be knocked out of bounds, and last touch by Ravenna. Conclusion of our game. we well, that post-game we'll have a chance to talk with both head coaches, and at the conclusion of that, a complete wrap-up of the state wrestling. Day number one. Doug will have that for you coming up at the conclusion of our coverage of high school basketball. Davis got it in the backcourt. She'll penetrate. Kick left side. The three-pointer is going to be too strong and McKeon will pull down the rebound here for Ravenna. They get it up ahead here for Sklenar. Sklenar gives it to Fidelke. Back to Sklenar. And she from the elbow will kick it off here for Hurt. Hurt for three. Hits it. Kennedy Hurt with a big three-pointer. Here for Ravenna, and it's now 26 to 18. Well, you get them one stop at a time, one bucket at a time. Ravenna with a big bucket here, and we'll see what uh, Centura can do. Centura's going to be fouled. That will be on Kennedy Hurt, and that is her fifth foul. So she'll come out of the game, her little sister will come in for her. So that is now 17 fouls on the Jays. So to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one. Here is uh, Kyra Wooden. She's one out of four from the line. Make that one out of five because she missed that one there. So she misses the front end of the 1-1, and and coming out with it is uh, Sklenar. She'll give it off here for Hurt, and then Hurt's pass is going to be knocked away. That'll be another Ravenna turnover. So Centura with that 8-point lead, trying to pad it a little bit. Davis stops top of the circle. They've slowed it down. They have played a heady game of basketball here, playing at a slower pace, especially now that they've got the lead. Davis will bounce it on the right side. Looking for Hayden Felt, and they give the ball back out here for Davis, and we're going to have a blocking foul, and that will be a foul here. And we're going to have a timeout taken before Kaylee Coughlin goes to free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. One. Centura calls the timeout. They lead it 26-18, and they'll have the front
3: end of a one-and-one when
2: we return to Ravenna right after this.
3: At Platteville Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford Lincoln Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Chevrolet Buick, Platteville Auto, Heartland Chevrolet Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Platinolato, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington.
1: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in, and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
2: Again earlier tonight on ESPN Radio, Overton over Wilcox, they're at 35-33 to to make it to a district final. And St. Cecilia right now has a 16-7 lead over Blue Hill. Uh, at last report, that was the end of the first period. Here at the free throw line is Coughlin. Her free throw is up. It is no good. And rebounded by Cassidy Hurt. So Cassidy will pull down the rebound. And Sklinner brings it up ahead. Gives it to Fidelke. Back to Sklinner. Right side for Fidelke. Over there for Hurt. Hurt, the sophomore. Pressured nicely, but is able to get it off here for Fidelke. Back to Hurt. She's on the baseline. She'll spin. Kick it out. Now driving is Fidelke back to Hurt. They'll give it to Sklenar. Sklenar back to Hurt on that right side. 5.27 to go as Hurt drives the baseline. Shut off there by Wooden. She'll skip it out over here for Wick. Wick, 15-foot jumper is no good. Centura had the rebound and lost it. It's going to be pulled down by Wick, and Wick's going to be fouled. The ball initially was rebounded by Coglin. As she pulled down the rebound, but then it was stolen out of her hands cleanly and quickly, so there was no uh, tied-up ball there, and Aspen Wick will now go to the free-throw line to shoot two. The free-throw is up, and it is good. 26-19 to 19 is their score. Centur led by as many as 14 in the third quarter. Right now that lead's been cut in half. Second free throw is going to be no good, and rebounded by Davis. So Davis with the board. She'll drive all the way in, draw some body contact, and get to the line. Well, that time they attacked right away. This is about the first time this entire second half that Centura didn't work a half-court offense before putting up a shot. And so the free throw is going to be up and no good here for Davis. Davis. Davis misses the first of two. She is a 76% free throw shooter. And her second free throw was good. So she's got 10 in the game. Fidelke. Faces low pressure. Bounce pass up ahead. Here for Aspen Wick. Wick gives it on the baseline here for McKeon. Back out for Fidelke for three. No good. Long rebound. Rebounded by Sklenar. Sklenar is going to reset the half court Offense. And they'll give it here on the uh, left wing to Wick. She'll go at right side for Hurt. Back to Sclener, And Sklenner, little ball fake, just, nudged just enough in the air that that will be considered a turnover. That'll be a walk. And Noah Malsby, right in front of him, did not complain about the call at all. Ball inbounded for Davis. Davis quickly up court. And she will slide to a stop. That'll be a turnover. Good double team there by the Blue Jays. They get Sidney Davis moving a little quicker than she wanted. Couldn't get the brakes on. So ball goes right back here to Ravenna. They give it to Wick. Wick trailing by eight. We'll give it between the circles here for Sklenner. On this left side for Fidelke. Splinter right side. Back out here for Fidelke. They're just playing a little catch. Back to Sklenner. In the corner, they give it to Hurt. Hurt, high three pointer, no good. Offensive rebound. There is a foul on the putback. McKeon got the offensive board. That foul is going to be on Davis. And for Davis, that will be her second foul. So McKeon will be shooting two here. And the first one is up and good. Second free throw is on the way, and she hits both of them. McKeon now with nine points, excuse me, seven points, nine rebounds. Ball is on the ground. Wooden, falling down, is able to flip it to Sidney Davis, who is then going to be triple teamed. So Centura calls the timeout. 27-21 our score. Timeout Centurions. Four oh nine to go in the basketball game. We'll take the time out as well. We're back after this.
0: Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing LLC DBA currency pursuant to CFL license six zero DB zero five four eight seven three.
2: The ESPN Tri-Cities January Athletes of the Month are Carter Erickson, a basketball player from Elm Creek, and Hannah Herrick, a basketball player from Amherst. It's all presented by Beamie Carpenter, and Donovan. You can see this month's winners, all of our past winners, all by visiting the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month page at NewstownNebraska.com. Ball inbounded, stolen away by the Blue Jays, and then the entry pass. be stolen away by Wooden. We swap turnovers, and the Centurions bring the ball up court. Oh, my, what might have been if it wasn't for that great defensive play here by Wooden. And now they're going to work the clock a little bit. Christensen off of a screen. Now the double team comes. She'll bounce the ball back out for Wooden. Wooden down low, kicks it out. Here's the three-pointer. No good. Offensive rebound by Davis. No. She went over the back. Good position on the inside for McKeon. Davis going to be called for the push, called for the foul. And that will be her third. So Jays will p- be pressured here. Fidelke working against the pressure of Christensen in the basket court, turns the ball over. The steal by Wooden, the ball fake by Wooden. Jumper, no good. Slenard pulls down the rebound. So an opportunity here after the turnover. And now in the offensive end is going to be Fidelke. And her pass is going to be intercepted by Centura. Another Blue Jay turnover. They're down by six. Backing in is Davis. Davis will hand off here for Wooden. Centura wants to add on to the lead. Their offense has slowed considerably here in the second half. But they're trying to milk the clock. They have a six-point lead. 2.51 to go. Christensen. Being pressured here by Sklenner. will hand the ball now for Wooden. Wooden just will hand off here for Christensen. And again, Sklenner now will pressure Wooden now that she's got the ball. Another handoff here for Christensen. Nearly tied up by Sklenner. And now we got a foul, I believe. Yeah, that'll be on Ravenna. So Sklenner called for the foul. And that is going to set up a couple of the free throws here for Taya Christensen. That'll be two, because that's now 10 team fouls. Christensen, only a 49% free throw shooter. But she'll have two here, and the first one is good. She's got five points in the game. Centurions with a 28-21 lead. This is the third game between these two squads. We were in the 50s the first two times, and Christensen hits two free throws. To put them a a nudge away, just a niche away from getting their 30th point. It's 29-21. In the offensive end is Wick. She'll give it off here for Hurt. Hurt, great pass inside. Easy bucket for McKeon. Great pass there by Kennedy Hurt. And now the ball back here in the hands of Wooden. Wooden brings across the timeline. Up by six. Again, that handoff for Christensen. Christensen. Will now drive against the pressure of Fidelki, And a foul before the shot. That'll be a block. And that'll be on McKeon. That will be her second. And again, Christensen will go back to the free throw line to shoot two more. And the free throw is up and good. 30-23. Again, the Centurions shoot those free throws down the stretch and just keep keep uh, Ravenna at arm's length. Second free throw is short and rebounded by McKeon and now we're going to have a kick here as uh, Davis put pressure on the ball. That'll be a kick so the Jays will face that pressure again and they'll inbound it. It'll be hurt to inbound it Cassidy's pass going to be too strong and Ravenna will turn the ball over again 18 turnovers here on Ravenna and Ravenna is going to call the timeout they trail it 30-23 a minute 51 to go here between the top two teams in the state and we'll take the timeout with them we return 30-23 our score right after this B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. Well, this game has been like unlike any other play between these two squads so far this season. For one, uh, it, it's, it's lopsided. Right now, it's a seven-point game with a minute 51 to go. It's been the, kind of the most lopsided this late in the game between these two squads. But again, Ravenna won the first two games, and the first two games were scored in the 50s. On their home floor, Ravenna beat Centura 53-40 to 40 right before the uh, tournament. They've scored some late buckets there. And then in the conference tournament, it was 56-52, but now it is a seven point Centura lead, and they've got the basketball. Christensen is going to inbound the ball, and she'll give get the ball right back, and then she'll hand the ball here for Wooden. Wooden had the ball knocked loose, and Splinter is going to be called for the foul. Well, you go for the steal if you can, and she didn't get it, and that is her fifth foul. So that is the second starter here for Ravenna that has fouled out of the game. And two free throws coming up here for Wooden. Wooden's free throw is no good. It remains 30-23, a minute 43 to go. Second free throw by Wooden. Is off that back iron, bounces around, and is no good. And coming out with the rebound is going to be Wick. So Wick pulls down the board. She'll give the ball here for Cassidy Hurt. Cassidy gives it to McKeon. Sarah McKeon used up her dribble. And she'll just hand the ball off here for Fidelke. And we're going to have a moving screen called here on McKeon. After McKeon handed off the ball, they're going to call a moving screen on her. And that is going to be her third foul. And now with a minute 29 to go, Santura's feeling their oats here a little bit. Sydney Davis in the offensive end. She'll jump stop. Hand the ball off here for Christensen. And again, the Blue Jays will uh, reach in there. And Aspen Wick will uh, be called for the foul. That's going to be her fourth. Already two starters have fouled out of the game. Kennedy Hurt and Tori Sclener. And the free throw here is good for Christensen. She hits the first of two. To make it now, 31-23. A minute 21 to go here. Second free throw on the way. Off that back iron and no good. And Ravenna will pull down the rebound. That'll be Coulter that pulls down the board here. And she'll give it off here for Fidelke. Fidelke, right side for McKeon. Driving the baseline here is going to be Hurt. Hurt with a little winner. Has a block by Davis. Rebounded. And now on the ground they're going to tie it up. Brown was trying to get a timeout called there but nobody really had control of it and it's going to be Ravenna basketball because they've got the arrow so Fidelki will inbound and she'll slap it looking for Coulter but off the screen they'll give it off here for McKeon she'll shoot the three it's going to be no good she tries to tack down the rebound it, it will go out of bounds and the basketball belongs here to Centura with 58 seconds to go Eight-point Centura lead. Long pass up ahead for Christensen. Christensen gets to the free-throw line extended and will back out. Gives it here for Wooden. Wooden gives it to Davis. Davis on the dribble. Centura fans on their feet cheering as she's dribbling and out here with 42 seconds left. Nobody's within distance of her. Gives it back here to Wooden. Back out for Davis. Off the screen, Davis will dribble. Now with 34 to go. Eight-point lead for Centura. Ravenna not committing the foul, and now they do after there's only 27 seconds left. And Davis will go to the line after working off about 23 seconds. She'll go to the free-throw line and shoot two. The lead is already eight here for Centura. Two chances to add to it, and they do. Davis with 11 in the game. In this low-scoring affair, she's the only player in double figures for either squad, and now she's got a dozen. The lead is 10. 26 seconds left. Number one, Ravenna, down late in the game as Centura comes up with a basketball. Stepping in for the steal is Christensen. Christensen will give it up here to Hope McDonald. Hope McDonald will throw it up court, and now Christensen will dribble it out. Ravenna's 23-game winning streak will come to an end. Your final score, Centura 33, Ravenna 23. The Centurions win the game against Ravenna after losing twice earlier this season, but they win the sub-district final, and they advance automatically to the district championship. Ravenna, number one in the state in terms of wildcard points, will also be in a district final. But Centura defeats their arch rivals with a final of 33-23. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Don't forget, after our postgame show, we'll also have a report from Doug from the State Wrestling Tournament in Omaha. A whole lot of sports still to come here on The Vibe. And we'll take a break. Be back right after this.
4: Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From
5: Zorb Farms, Litchfield. for you.
2: It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. So, Centura with uh, a win here against Ravenna on Ravenna's home floor to win the D19 sub district. Our final score in this one was 33 to 23 and let's check some numbers here for you and we'll begin first of all for Ravenna who as I said had their 23 game winning streak snapped they lost their uh, first game of the season against Amherst along the way they had two wins against the Centurions but Centura with the 33-23 win here today Uh, Sarah McKeon made the start tonight she finished with 9 points and 11 rebounds Kennedy Hurd had 5 points 4 rebounds Torrey Sklenner had four points, three rebounds. Ashpen Wick with three points and a couple of rebounds. Morgan Fidelke had four rebounds. Claire Coulter had two rebounds. And Cassidy Hurt with four rebounds in the game. Unofficially, Ravenna was 7 of 37 shooting. That's about 19%. They were 3 of 25 from three-point range. That's 12%. Uh, they were 6 of 8 from the free-throw line. There 75% there. They rebounded the ball 30 times but had 19 turnovers here in the game. And uh, Centura wins this one by a final of 33-23. Checking the numbers here for the Centurions who automatically qualify for a district championship game. Sidney Davis led the way with 12 points and 7 rebounds. Taya Christensen had 8 points, 1 rebound. Kaylee Conklin with 6 points, 4 rebounds. Katie Haddenfeld had six points, three rebounds, and Kyra Wooden with one point and three rebounds. A couple of rebounds for Hope McDonald and one rebound here for Paige Crawford. Centura unofficially 8 of 20 shooting for 40%. 6 of 15 from three-point range, also 40%. And they get to the free-throw line quite a bit. They were 11 of 22 from the free-throw line. They shot 50% from the line, but again, 11 points from that line. They actually uh, uh, won the rebounding battle here. I believe. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Ravenna won the rebounding battle, 30 to 21. But turnovers wise, Ravenna turned the ball over 19 times, 18 turnovers here for Centura, and Centura wins it, avenging two previous losses. They win it, 33 to 23. And what do you expect when you get the two best teams in the state? You, you really didn't expect. One team to beat the other conference rivals when they're 1-2 in the state. You didn't really expect to have them win all three, did you? Well, Ravenna did, and they battled hard to try to make that happen, but uh, just did not hit very many shots. And really that Centura defense frustrated Ravenna all night tonight. And so it is a much lower-scoring game than what they played the first two times they got together. And the uh, Centurions win at 33 to 23 We'll step away for a moment. Hopefully, I have a chance to talk with both head coaches when we return to Ravenna right after this.
3: Relationships matter. Success
2: in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on, relationships with people who understand the risks you
0: face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships Relationships
5: matter, town and country bay.
0: Member FDIC
5: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs.
2: And welcome back. Thirty-three twenty-three 23 is our final as making his way up here is Noah Malsby, head basketball coach here for the uh, Ravenna Blue Jays. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow we'll have more high school basketball as Adam Central will be taking on Carney Catholic. We'll have that game for you over on ESPN tomorrow. And kind enough of to join us after a tough night tonight is Noah Malsby. And- Coach, I hate to say it's just as easy as you guys not shooting <laughs> the ball very well tonight, but you guys shot under 20%, and it, it, it it's hard to beat a good basketball team. You certainly played one tonight. It's hard to beat a good, good basketball team when you don't shoot the ball that well.
7: No, we didn't shoot the ball very well, and, and honestly, for the most part, we probably took a couple too many threes, but they weren't terrible shots. A lot of them were inside-out shots, and those the right people shooting them, um, and, and they were even in and out. They just uh, they didn't fall, and I thought we played really good defense in the second half. Um, gave gave ourselves a chance. We just couldn't get get the big big shot to fall when we needed to.
2: And, and I think a little bit of that was the pressure that they put on because they they turned you over uh, eighteen nineteen times tonight, yeah. and that that kept it from getting in any kind of rhythm.
7: Yeah, it did. And they uh, we didn't turn them over very often, so we couldn't get them in transition. It seems like every time we were we started out, it was uh, it was dead ball situation, which gave them time to set up their their pressure. And, you know, I thought for the most part we did a decent job taking care of it until later on in the game. And some of that had to do with, you know, when, when two of your best players fell out, um, especially when they're the guards who who are responsible to take right. care of it. Uh, that's going to hurt us.
2: Yeah, and, and, and it just kind of was one of those evenings just kind of Compounded on you a little bit, but yeah. you know, you played good defense. And one of the ways that you play good defense is you you rebound well. And you you won the rebounding margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you had about nine more rebounds than they did, and they they've got some pretty good size. So yeah. there's there's your uh, silver lining, coach.
7: It, oh, here's the thing, you know, it's tough to beat a team three times in a row, especially especially a team that's as good as Centura, you know. Um, so if, if we shoot the ball that poorly. We're, we're just—you're not going to have a very good chance to win, win a big game like this. And, and they were fired up and they played well. And you got to give them credit—they came out and they they hit some big shots early, um, and and we didn't. And that was pretty much the difference.
2: Yeah, and when you only score 23 points, you know it's—it's uh-huh. it's, there's not a lot of offense to talk no. about. But Sarah McKeon, I thought played really well yeah. for you. She, she rebounded the ball well and uh, also finished uh, as your leading score tonight.
7: Yeah, and honestly, we probably could have got the ball inside to her a little bit more. We missed her a couple times on post-ups. Um, I think we needed to to attack Davis a little bit more and try to get her maybe in foul trouble. But, but um, I thought Sarah did a pretty good job of being aggressive. Even later in the game, she started demanding the ball more, which we've been trying to get her to do. So, um, you know, we're going to go and, and we're going to learn from this. Um, I think... Sometimes losses aren't aren't the worst thing to happen because uh, leaving the locker room, uh, I think that's a, a pretty motivated group in there right now, and uh, I think they're just going to get better in the next week.
2: All right. Well, you you we talked before the game and said you don't want to, you know, you don't want to mm-hmm. have a, kind of that hiccup right before you play in the mm-hmm. district final, but. I will say one thing: uh, you will have their complete and undivided attention in practice next week.
7: Oh, absolutely! They're they're, they're competitive girls. I, they know what happened. You know, they're smart. They're, a lot of them are seniors, um, and yeah, they'll they'll show up tomorrow after school. They'll be ready to go.
2: All right, Noah. Appreciate the time. Go get them. All right, thank you. All right, that's Noah Malsby, head basketball coach here for the Savannah Blue Jays, as they fall here on their home floor, a final of thirty-three to twenty-three. But again. They will have one of those uh, wild card spots, so it is uh, certainly not a major issue in that sense, but then again, you, as we said earlier, you don 't necessarily want to lose that game and have to rely on that, but again, they are the number one seed in the state, so they 'll have uh, a, a good opportunity to uh, play an opponent that uh, let's just say we like their chances we 'll step away for a moment when we come back. hopefully I have a chance to talk with Coach Brown. From Centura, who win it 33 23. Hopefully, you have a chance to talk with the coach. We come back right after this. And welcome back once again. Our final Centura with a 33-23 win here in Ravenna. Kind enough of to join us to talk about it is a very happy head coach, Lathan Brown. And first of all, Coach, congratulations. That's a great win for you guys.
6: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is first time we beat them in the four years I've been here. So, um,
2: yeah, and you know it's big stage. Yep. And uh, the game was much different than the first two times. Not just in the in the final result. First two games were more up tempo, played yep. in the 50s and stuff. Is this the pace? You wanted to play, or is it just kind of the pace that end up ended up being?
6: You know, we typically would call ourselves a, a, a fast-paced team. We like to run and gun, throw the ball ahead in transition, shoot the three, get to the rack. Uh, but Ravenna is equally as good at that and arguably better perimeter shooters than we are. So, you know, thought process after watching the last two games of film against them, how can we limit their offensive possessions as much as possible? That's probably our best bet to win. They shoot less. We got better opportunities. So we extended our, our zone press, forced them into probably a lot less possessions than they had the first two times we played them, and then value the basketball when we have it, you know, owning and, the basketball winning games. So. And,
2: and it didn't hurt that you guys shot the ball really well. Yeah. I think you hit four of your first six three-pointers yep. and uh, got you a nice little start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how important was that for you to be able to continue to play that style of ball?
6: Massive because the first two times we play them, we go into the half kind of buried um, so to start hot and to have the lead and to get that that confidence under your belt, probably set the tone for the whole game. Really, so
2: you end up with six three pointers. Uh, Sydney hit two of them. Kaylee hit two of them. Katie Haydenfelt hit a couple. Yep. And, and and I don't want to signal out anybody here, but but Katie coming off the bench. Those those really yeah. were they they made a little run and then she hit uh, two three pointers and gave you some more distance again.
6: Yeah. I you know she came in late so she's coming off of uh, acl meniscus all that stuff from last year she came back holiday tournament and she can shoot the ball about a 40 percent clip and uh people didn't know that I, I don't know if they don't scout it sometimes but the people will catch defenders and help a lot of times she'll get a lot of open set shots and she can she can bury them she gets hot there was we had a game a few weeks back where she was four for five and Kaylee was four for five so you shoot the ball that well it makes things easy
2: well uh again shooting the ball well you guys shot the ball about 40 percent tonight Damn. and and equally as impressive a good shooting team you held Ravenna to under 20 percent shooting this yeah. evening
6: yeah I guess maybe that's the basketball gods giving us a little a little extra tonight because every time we play them it feels like they've got six seven threes by half and they're shooting, you know, two years ago they played us and they ended the game with 85% three-point shooting and they can absolutely light up the nets. Um, but we thought that with our extended pressure, our one-two-two, two, if we can bug as many of those perimeter shots and avoid giving them set, calm three-point jumpers, maybe we can drop that down a little bit. And we definitely did a better job of that tonight, bugging as many shots as we possibly could.
2: Well I asked you before the game uh, you you're already got a spot in the district final yep. What are well, you playing for it. One word answer I got from me was pride. Yep. Talk to a little bit about the pride you feel right now.
6: Uh, a lot. Uh, I'm so proud of, of my team and how much, how much they've grown and it's a blessing to get to work with the assistant coaches I get to and, and show up with these girls in the gym they're just they're so committed And I, people probably think I'm blowing smoke but I'm not it's every practice that they're early they're doing their routine they're working on it they're smiling and laughing and um, I haven't had really a bad practice all year with them. And to get the win like this, it's, it's just momentum swinging you towards your district final, right? Makes practicing la- next week a lot easier. There's way more buy-in. Not that there wouldn't have been any, but
2: this win just propels you forward. Yeah. Hey, good luck to you, Coach. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you. Thank That's you. That's Latham Brown, head basketball coach here for Centura with a nice win as the number two Centura defeats number one Ravenna at Ravenna, a final of 33-23. Uh, to 23. Obviously, both teams will ha- have the um, – a spot in the district final, Ravenna will get one of those four wild cards being number one in the state overall in terms of wild card points, so you know they 're going to be able to uh, make it there tomorrow on espn radio we 'll have high school basketball as uh, Carney Catholic will play host to adam central in boys basketball they'll tip that one off around seven o'clock and around six or so tomorrow doug duda here on the vibe will have coverage of the state semifinals here on the radio and in just a few moments doug will be back with us here on the vibe for a report from the state wrestling tournament as they're getting close to wrapping up day number one doug will have a comprehensive uh, wrap-up coming up in just a few moments centura Finally, with the win over Ravenna, they have uh, struggled over the last few years, lost their first two games of this season, but Centura wins the sub-district final, a 33-23 win as number two defeats number one on number one's home floor. And, uh, boy, if both of them make it down to Lincoln, won't that be interesting? And uh, who's to say that that would not be potentially lead to a rematch later on in the year we certainly hope so congratulations to centura and uh we'll continue to follow ravenna as they'll be playing for a district title as well i'm randy bushcote don't forget doug's coming to that cap in just a few minutes with some wrestling reports uh, and the comprehensive review of the action for the entire day stick around for that thanks so much for joining us good night everybody
0: thank you for being a part of this ninety-eight-nine the vibe high school sports presentation For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, go to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to 98.9 The Vibe.